Hello, this is Finest, and this is Reading with Finest. I'll be reading you to you African myths of origin. Today's story is Itandi with uh, who became Iganda. Follow me at Everything's Is Fine on Instagram to see my illustrations. Today at another bird. Look at all my birds. Or not. But hey, 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 I read every day. And you're here to listen to me. Hopefully every day as well. But if not, come and go when you choose. It's not always the best reading. But next time you come back, it'll be better than the day before. Oh, that's the hope. All right. Let's start this. <clears throat> Idambi now took the name Luganda Lankundo, and he married a woman named Ilanka. They lived together for some time, and Lukandu learned the secrets of hunting from his father, who became who came to him in spirit from form and taught him about traps and nets and other devices. Because he could catch so much game, Lukandu Lankundu became a chief with many servants. Eventually, Ilanke became pregnant. During her pregnancy, her appetite became very difficult. She would not eat any food but bush rats. So Lonk Undo ordered her, his servants to make them a home out in the forest and to build an extended hunting fence with snares to catch the bush rats. They moved out of the village into the forest. The first day, the snares brought them eight bushes, bush rats. Ilanka ate all the meat. There was nothing left. The next day, the snares brought them 10 rats. Ilanka roasted and ate five almost ate five almost immediately. She smoked the other five and laid them away in the smokehouse for later. The next morning, she looked in the smokehouse. All the meat was gone. She cried out, and Lankondu accused the servants and punished them with beatings for eating the bush rats. But the servants cried out that they had done nothing. They had not touched the meat. That day... The traps had two dozen rats. They brought them to Ilanka. She roasted and ate half of them on the spot and smoked the others for later. She laid them away again in the smokehouse. In the morning, as Lankundu was going out with his servants to, to tend the snares, she looked in the smokehouse for her meat. It was all gone. She told Lankundu when he returned with almost with, with when he returned with still more bush rats. Lonkondu threatened the servants and they denied that they had gone anywhere near the smokehouse. Again, Ilanka, Ilanke, Ilankaka, Ilankake ate some of the meat they brought back but and put the rest in the smokehouse. But then a clever young boy suggested to Lonkundo that they should cur cur cure some tobacco leaves this was really only an excuse to get into the smokehouse. There he rigged a net over the meat that Ilanka had put away. That night, while all were asleep, Lonkondu and Ilankaka were woken up by noises coming from the smokehouse. They were very frightened. Lonkondu touched his wife's belly. It was flat and seemed empty. Ilanka, he asked, well, what he what has become of your pregnancy? She asked him to make a light. He got up a, a, he got up to revive the fire, but then something 
bitter and stinging struck him in the face. The same thing happened with Ilanka tried to light the fire. The two of them sat clutching each other throughout the night, suffering from the sting of the liquid that had hit them. In the morning, they rushed back to their village as fast as they could. There they told everyone about their strange experience in order that all entrances to the village be barred and in entry refused to any strangers who might approach. Lukundu added that they should submit any visitors to the poison ordeal. The nighttime visitor was Intandu, the child of Ilanka's belly, who had been coming out at night in to eat the meat and who had got caught outside the womb by the trap set by the clever boy. When morning came, he freed himself from the net and left the smokehouse. He sat down in the forest and waited by the path. A ducker came by and he threw a nut at it, killed it, and then cooked it over the fire he made with his fire starter. Then he ate it all. A larger antelope came by again. He killed it, cooked it, and ate it. He did this with every animal that came along the path, except for snakes. He heard a rearing sound and a hummingbird perched nearby. He picked up his nut to throw it at the hummingbird, but the bird spoke to him. Why kill me? Aren't you full after all the animals you've eaten? Yes, I am. Then you don't need to eat me. Do you Do you know where your family is? It undi. Put down the nut. No, I don't. I shall find someone to help you if you will sing me a song. Itando, itande, it ondi, sang a song for the hummingbird. And the hummingbird fetched the caterpillar bird who gave Itandi a bell. The bell's name is the world, explained the caterpillar bird. It will give you anything you want. It contains everything, wealth, health, fish, storms, lightning, weapons. All is in the bell. Itandi examined the bell and saw it on the marks of all the different animals of the forest and fish of the rivers and the birds of the trees. Gratefully, he accepted the bell and set off, singing a song about the bell. The bell put him on the path to his father's village. He came to the village and found the gates barred. The people came out and surrounded him and asked him all sorts of questions, and especially where he came from and why he was traveling alone. He explained that he came from back there. He waved at the forest and he was going to see the world. They brought him food and thanked them. He thanked them and invited them to join his meal. They refused, saying that since he was unmarried, he would eat alone. Then he pulled the bell out of his bag and waved it, it over the food. And the bell sang to him that the food was poisoned and he should not eat it. So he pushed the food aside and walked on. He entered the village and settled by the great wooden gong that was used to send messages across the forest. The people came after him, nervous and frightened, he, and told him he should not sit by the gong, that this is this was a spot reserved for the chief and his servants. Without answering them, Itandi beat on the gong, and the sound carried over the village and into the forest. Confused, the people of the village rushed to Lokondu and asked him, to ask him what they should do about this stranger. Lokondu had no idea, but decided he should go and talk to the newcomer. When he saw Lokondu, Itondi greeted him as father. Indignant, Lokondu denied that he was Itondi's father, but the young man insisted. He said he had been born in their hunting camp 
where they went to eat bush rats and that they had abandoned him there. Lokondu denied that this boy could be their son. They had left something strange in the smokehouse and Tundu invited the people to compare him to his father. See how similar they were. Even their even their hands were the same size shape. Lokondu demanded that he undergo the poison ordeal. If the boy could survive the poison, they would know he was telling the truth. The villagers brewed up the poison and brought it, it to Itandu in a cup. Itandu day, Itandi, looked about the crowd and then took the cup. He waved his bell over the cup. He called out his name and his accomplishments and the name of his father. But Lokondu denied that this was his son. He called for his mother, Ilanka. She seized the faggot from, him, from the fire and branched it to hold him away. Then he drank the poison, emptying the cup. I am Itande, he cried, son of Lokondu and Ilanka, who was born in the forest and raised in the smokehouse. I am the eater of the bush rat, the killer of the animals. I am the friend of the hummingbird and owner of the world. Lokondu brought him another po another po potion. Itandi rang his bell over the potion and drank it down. Lokondu embraced him. Now I have proof that you are my son, he said. I welcome you to the village. He sent his servants to assemble his wealth, to prepare an enormous feast with all the available goats and chickens to empty the storehouse. I shall give you a new name, said Lokondu. You are now Ilanganda. That's the end of that story. Well, it was a good 10 minutes. Um, names changings, new names. What do you guys feel about that? Having a name and then some way through your life someone changes it? Or you were named something or, or you gave yourself a name when you came out the womb to sneak and eat rats. And then someone was like, no, 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 that's not your name. I'm going to name you. Uh, that's pretty cool. Well, I'm going to be done with this to get my day moving and grooving. Uh, follow me at Everything's Is Fine on Instagram. Today's the day. Hey, 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 read every day. Thank you for listening. Boop, 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 boop,